Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. There is a place where time stands still. Where nature is harsh and demanding. Where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. Good morning, everybody. This is Annie for Showreel, our look at the Australian film industry. And uh, we're going to give you a little uh, look at a festival that's opening in the West tonight. That's the Setting Sun Film Festival. It's in its sixth year. And uh, it was originally started to uh, promote the culture of uh, uh, filmmaking in the west of the city. It still does that, but it's grown. And we'll hear more from the film director, film festival director, Anna Bazookas, about this. But before we do, I thought I'd give you a line to a very interesting thing that was sent to me from the Melbourne Women in Film Festival. Now, the Melbourne Women in Film Festival Festival supports and promotes the uh, creative and diverse voices of the Australian women in screen practitioners and their work. And one of the things that they've done is uh, gone into partnership with Compton School. And Compton School is the only uh, uh, school for creating Compton School is Australia's first creative industries business school with courses in creative leadership, creative intelligence and getting work ready, which is kind of a a different way of looking at uh, filmmaking. But uh, it's uh, the uh, kind of the... um, the setting within which the diamond of the film work is actually set. And uh, the courses are being delivered by leading industry representatives such as producer Sue Maslin, who is the producer of The Dressmaker, and Andrea Buck, The Damned. And uh, they're giving, they've partnered with the Melbourne Women in Film Festival have partnered with Compton School to create a scholarship system and they've just announced, this is the point of this, this long-winded introduction, but uh, they've just announced their scholarship, first scholarship recipient and it's uh, going to be Alex Kelly. Now, Alex Kelly, and this is what really caught my eye because people really punch above their weight, really. Uh, Kelly, Kelly, Alex Alex Kelly has a variety of credits as a social impact producer. See, this is where we're right in the modern flow, aren't we? She is a filmmaker, artist, and communications and campaign strategist who is 
highly committed to social justice and she worked for 10 years with big heart. Now, we spoke to uh, the producers that were involved in Big Heart and the Namajira Project, uh, which uh, a couple of, about a year ago, and uh, discovered how they approached trying to cause a positive social change through their business methodology and this is what this is all about it's quite it's quite a fantastic uh, way of uh, making positive social change and Kelly was part of that process she worked with big art and um she her documentary credits include Island of the Hungry Ghosts which we uh, talked about uh, about a um, a couple of programs about uh, ago, which was set in on Christmas Island and around the insufferable way people are being treated as refugees in that system. There, uh, the island, uh, nothing rhymes with Namajira, and uh, the Namajira project, which is a fantastic program, uh, film, uh, and uh, she has just recently. Uh, received this uh, scholarship and uh, her, she reports as saying that I, I'm so honoured being an independent artist can be at times be lonely. The opportunities for ref- reflection and skilling up outside of the urgency and grind of the work can be hard to come by. I am so looking forward to a deep dive into creative leadership at this dynamic new institution. I am so grateful to the Melbourne Women in Film Festival and the Compton School. Yeah, it's a fascinating idea, isn't it? Fantastic. Anyway, before we go on to Setting Sun and uh, all the rest of it, an important message from my sister program on 3CR. Tune in to On Screen and find out more about what's on the big and the small screen each Saturday, 11am till 12 noon on 3CR. It's a program on film, on filmmakers and on film festivals. It's called On Screen, Mm, but it's on the radio, 3CR. I'm David Bradbury, activist filmmaker and proud of it. And any time I'm in Melbourne, I love to do an interview with 3CR and uh, bring you folk up to speed with what I'm doing in different parts of the globe or in, in my own, own turf in Australia. It's really important that we have community radio and that you support it and you get out behind 3CR and the events that they promote and to keep you informed against the uh, mainstream media that wants us to keep our eyes shut and to go back to bed. Yeah, David Bradbury's right. And uh, we're going to go on with our little chat with Anna Brazukas, who is the film festival director for The Setting Sun, which is the film festival in the west of Melbourne. Thank you very much for talking to me, Anna Brazukas, from The Setting Sun Film Festival. This is the fifth festival, isn't it? Uh, it's the sixth. Oh, the sixth. Oh, I'm sorry, I was counting yeah, back. I know, on, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay, it's the sixth, yeah. Very exciting. Um, I, noticed, yes. I noticed that uh, you've uh, uh, got a, um, it, it's, it's given you the ability to sort of streamline what it is that you're uh, doing when you're doing this festival. I noticed that uh, you've got a strong supporting uh, continuing partnership with uh, Victorian University. Yes, yeah, so we've got a, a, a 
Could you tell us about that? Yes. Um, okay, so they uh, came back on board again this, earlier this year, um, and so they're the uh, partner again of the uh, the partner of the festival. But we also, um, so that's really good. They they've come on board because um, they're supporting the Rising Sun program, which is the secondary school kids program. Um, so we're pretty happy about that, and obviously it's um, fantastic to have such a big university support the festival and, and um, help with its growth. And this year we also um, had Film Victoria come on board, so we're pretty happy about that too. Yeah, it, it's showing um, a real continuing uh, support for the West and its cultural development. Yeah. Yeah, and the council's also on board. Yes, the council's been on board since the first year, so that's really great. So um, we're doing really, you know, it's really great that they um, yeah, support us. So, you know, it's very valuable to have this support every year. Obviously, the festival couldn't run if it wasn't for our partners and major sponsors. Now, you've got two venues this year. Can you tell us about uh, what's happening at the Sun Theatre? Okay, so we did um, one... Um, earlier in the year at Kindred Studios where the office is and then um, the festival itself which is um, at the Sun Theatre. So we did the outdoor event at Kindred Studios this year and the other one, yeah, at the um, at Sun Theatre where we normally do all the sessions. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the opening night's actually tonight because um, May the it's 2nd. Actually, yeah, it's actually um, tonight, yeah, so yeah. Um, that's good too. So it should be a good night. We always have a really good night, and then we're doing an after party this year down at um, Johnny's Emporium. So they're giving all the um, everyone that comes to the festival and um, can go to Johnny's before or afterwards, and, and um, I think they get twenty five percent off a meal and fifty percent off their first drink. So that's <laughs> a great uh, value for your tickets. Yeah, no, that's great. And so uh, looking at the um, opening night program, Golden Sunset program. Starts at yep. seven, goes till ten, and it's at the Sun Theatre, Yarraville. That's where you actually play uh, some of the winners and you present. So, can you tell I, us? We do on the opening night. Mm. We have the um, we give away a lot of of the we give away the bulk of the awards. Normally, we have we do the we give away the um, women's award on the during the rouge and the kids one during the secondary school program. But we did a little bit differently this year because of um. Sponsor availability. So this year, everybody's getting their uh, presentation on opening night, getting their award. So we do that um, a, a ceremony after the um, we see all the winning films. It's actually quite nice because it uh, makes it a sort of an integrated affair and adds to the excitement. It does. So everyone's always really excited about opening night. And then we vote up for um, people's choice. And it's always nice to see people get their trophy afterwards. And yeah, so it's, it's a really good fun night. Yeah, yeah. And so can you tell us about the entries, uh, you know, the range of entries that you've had this year? Uh, it's been a really wide range of um, films. We've got quite a few films from overseas and um, we've got um, you know, a lot of comedy, a lot of um, drama. We've got a lot of films in the Women's in the Rouge program that, of course, is sponsored by um, Rift Patron. Maslan, so we've got about 53, 54 entries into that um, from around Australia and around the world, which is really good. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, so we're pretty happy about that, yeah. So who who were the people who uh, decided on the winners? We we have a collection of judges. It's sort of um, it's about eight of them, I think, are all on the website. So people like C. Maslan vote and... Um, 
other people who make short films, other sponsors are involved as well, like Emma Fair Motions. And um, we have a, a couple of uh, media teachers and um, some filmmakers. So it's a combination of different people. So they all watch all of them or what, how do you do it? They watch different programs. They yep. all watch different um, different because there's so many. We, yeah. can't, we can't give them all the um, – there's too many films to give the whole lot probably to one to each judge. Yeah. About, it's quite a lot of finalists because we have secondary, tertiary. Um, some films only appear in some categories. So basically we divide it up. We have some judges that judge some categories and then – Judges that other divide just to judge other categories. Would you have any idea of how many in total, how many short films you were you received in, overall? I think it's about one hundred and fifty-four. Cool. Okay, and I noticed that uh, on uh, May the third, you've got a really interesting looking uh, uh, feature film. Australian feature is being shown. Can you? Yep, ca- about an age. Yeah. So that's directed by um, Evan Martin and um, a guy called Harley um, Hefford. And so they made this film down in um, Victorian countryside. It's supposed to be set in Macedon. Mm. And it's just a coming in of age film. So it's just about a group of young people. They're just at someone's house and having a big night and drinking and chatting. So it's, it's, um, it's a bit of a mumblecore film. So it's a lot of um, talking and a lot of dialogue and then it sort of builds up as the evening progresses. We learn more and more things about the, the characters and things are revealed and then it kind of builds up to this sort of dramatic finale. So it's a pretty good film, excellent production values. And um, it won Best Ensemble Cast in Orlando Film Festival last year. So, yeah, it's a really good film. So yeah, I'm the- happy to be um, premiering in the, for them. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, so that's the reason for why it's in the program, or is it a winner at the um, event? Well, we have uh, we run a sort of a, a competition for the best feature film. Mm. Um, so, so we're looking for something that's sort of independently made um, in Victoria that we can sort of premiere, and um, that was the winner this year. So we we tend to get a few films, and that was the, probably the the one that we all kind of agreed was the the best one. Yeah, well, it sounds really interesting, and uh, I think I might get get down there and and have a look at it and see if I can actually have a yarn with some, this uh, these uh, filmmakers because yeah, they'd love that. Yeah, because uh, they've obviously uh, are the you know the real meat and potatoes of uh, uh, filmmakers in Australia because they went off to uh, film school. They have worked in the industry for ten years, and as well as doing their love project. Yeah, they're, they're sort of doing other stuff as well. So um, they got a lot. They're doing a lot of stuff. They're very prolific. Yeah, yeah, which is which is a great thing to see. That it's it uh, tells you about the health of the film local industry and it also creative side of it, as well as uh, the reason for why a um, festival like Setting Sun is such an important a- uh, asset to the local industry. Yeah, definitely. You're doing a good job. Um, Thank the, you. Yeah, t- t- tell us about the other days because there's a whole range of different uh, uh, short uh, programs of shorts. Shorts are great to go and see, lots of fun, and you've got a whole yep. series of them over a couple of days. Yeah, so we're screening well, I think 105 films, so they're like from everywhere, predominantly Australia, but fair few from overseas, but a fair few um, come in from um, you know all over the place. 
Korea and um, Canada, America, um, and um, we've got some emerging filmmakers, some experienced filmmakers, plus I've got like um, a lot of, we have a, like a core group of filmmakers that enter every year, so they're back again as well. Uh, people like Tom Vogel and Andrew Robb, um, Raman Meyer and, um, you know, Jackson Tozer. We've got a few of them they enter every year. So it's always really great to see their films again. Um, so we've got a women's program, a, filmmail, a female filmmakers program um, on the Saturday. So we've still got tickets for that, and that's um, the one that's sponsored by Sue Maslin. So she gives the winner of that program a thousand dollars, and um, they they get they win an award, the Film Art Media Award for Best Filmmaker by a female director. And, and that's still actually by a female been... director, so I should say, I'm getting tongue tied. And then yeah. we also have a free kids program. Um, on the Sunday, and um, that's pretty good as well. So we've got a, a lot of the films in that. Some of them are one at the VCE. VCE have a top screen media awards, and so all the media students um, get entered into that. And so we're showing about five or six of those films that were finalists, including the winner, who was a Footscray City College girl, Madeline. Oh, fantastic. Uh, Jamison, yeah, so... Uh, something for everyone. So we've got a few different programs. We're also running a workshop on the Saturday about how to make a feature film with your mobile phone. Really? That's um, fantastic. So that's pretty full. Yeah, yeah, yeah I bet you it is. Who's taking yeah. that? Who's doing that? Um, it's a guy called Daniel uh, from City Space. He used to be the training manager at Open Channel, Daniel Shiltis. Fantastic. And he's, tra- he's doing that training. Yeah, good on him. That's great. That do you, is that the only workshop you you've got going, or is that is that the beginning it is the of only workshop we've got going this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's obviously something that you're going to look at in the future. Yeah, that's uh, always uh, worth expanding in all these various areas. As uh, and I guess that's sort of uh, something that uh, your audience sort of pushes for. I guess or your yeah yeah is that where you get your ideas from or. Do you see it? Uh, um, I'm not really sure where people get their ideas from, to be honest. Yeah, how, and, many, um, how many people are in your um, uh, organising group for this festival? Because, you know, because it's six years long now and uh, each year it uh, gro- a, grows in strength. A, yeah, I have probably a core of volunteers of about maybe, you know, four or five people that help at various points. And then obviously I get a lot of help from the... Um, the Sun Theatre with the actual, um, you know, production of it. Um, we have an organisation called Cube who are making everybody's fire, turning fires into DCP. Then we've got, like, a team of people. The Sun Theatre have a few dedicated staff that help with the festival. Um, so lots of different people. In terms of, as an organisation, there really isn't staff. Um, it's a very grassroots, you know, festival. It's, it's largely myself and um, a few people along the way that help. Yeah, well, because uh, we've been noticing that out that way, in you know, like you said, uh, Footscray uh, City College is it Footscray the winner of the um, uh, the short that you were talking about that that they've got a very strong uh, film and television section, haven't they, for a public school? Yeah, they have. So they um, they've had a very strong media school uh, media department there for kids in the secondary sector, but they also have. Um, on the top of the high school is the um, is, is the Footscray City T- College TAFE, and um, so people go there 
adults go their tertiary and they, they, get a, they can study there and get the advanced diploma in professional screenwriting. I think um, I think they've got a few different filmmaking courses up on upstairs. So downstairs is the high school, and upstairs is the tertiary. And so over the so, over the six years, have you been noticing that the uh, what's being produced is getting stronger and stronger? Um, I, don't, I can't say that it's getting stronger. I just think it's getting broader, so that we're getting more and more films from everywhere. It's um, you know from a, a greater range of areas. Rather than people in the in the area, their films are getting stronger. I think it's more that um, we're just getting you know more films from greater range of areas. And and I've been noticing you're getting documentaries, drama, comedy, and animation. These are all fairly uh, complex areas, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, so we get lots coming to the clever filmmakers. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so, do you give opportunities for networking at these events? We do. So um, we have the opening night where we have a pre-party for the, um, you know, filmmakers, and um, then also obviously after drink sessions um, at Johnny's Emporium, people can go and get a drink with after their sessions, or and and meet the other filmmakers and have a chat and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um... it's still quite small, so it's not. Hard. It's even though it's a, a big festival in terms of the amount of films, in terms of the actual infrastructure running the festival, it's very, very, very small. So there's lots of things um, like, you know, actual formal networking opportunities don't, like, there just isn't the resources to organise stuff like that. But we do provide venues that have, re, you know, discounted drinks where people can go and meet other other people. Yeah, yeah. Now that, well, other filmmakers, yeah. Which is probably as uh, a, a really good way of, of getting this to happen. Um, can you just give us a little bit of an idea of the kind of pro, uh, prizes that people receive? Uh, we've got... Um, We've got like a thousand dollars for the winner of the best film. Um, we've got wide range of programs. We've got artwork. Um, we've got studio studio time um, to some theatre dedicated. So some of who um, will win the loot prize, they'll go and um, you know they can put on their own event at the loop for free. And then we've got some theatre dedicated. Tickets gives um, tickets and um, has a theatre that it gives to one of the winners. We've got an overnight stay for a couple of people at Captain's Retreat, which is this divine B and B on the overlooking the bay in Williamstown. Um, we've got studio hire at Creative Videos. Uh, we've got lots of yeah, just lots of different things that we we just a collection of awards. Which is so we thousand dollars that obviously goes to the best film by a female director. That's given by Film Art Media, uh, Sue Maslin's company. You must work very hard because uh, having a range of uh, different types of uh, prizes is as almost creative uh, an enterprise as doing the festival in general. It's a, yeah, it's a lot hard. Yeah, it's a lot quite hard to get all that. We've got a lot of the same ongoing. Um, prize donators every year, so that makes it um, a lot easier to be to have to just to be able to secure the same sponsors every year, offering the same great prizes. Um, Baby Gorilla's been involved, I think, from the first um, year. Captain's Retreat, we've had them a few years now. Uh, Loop's been on board for a few, so it makes it a little bit easier if um, you know we can offer a lot of similar prizes. It makes it in terms of organising. Um, Luke's been on board, Creative has been on board for about four years now, I think three or four years. So it, it makes it easier 
And before I let you go, I have to find out where you get your names for your um, uh, different programs. So just to let the listeners know you, that you've got these great uh, prize names, okay. like The Rouge and... Uh, the, the Rouge is... Um, it's obviously the Sound Theatres and Art Deco Theatre. It was built back in the 30s. It's just over 80 years old. I think it was 81st birthday was last year or the year before. And so I try and um, have the... Because there's so many programs, um, it's easy to, to organise the films into named pro- programs with titles rather than to just have, say, Saturday 5 o'clock. Yes, that's right. Um, so we try and keep names that are either... Um, Influenced by the western suburbs or by the uh, by have that Art Deco vibe. Yeah, so you've got the uh, Footscray so got, like, Flapper. The bridge, obviously, because we've got the Balti Bridge and the West Gate and the Maribyrnong Footscray Flapper. We just um, have different names, just to primarily just to make it easier to, to do, um, you know, divide all the films up, but also just to to um, you know honour the area a little bit and the and the sofa uh, the um, the cinema. Well, what about the dahlia? Where does that come from? Because that just the dahlia, I thought it had a little bit of a deco vibe. It's a beautiful flower. Oh yes, and and it also uh, brings a bit of to old mind a school, bit of an old school flower. Yeah, yeah, the black dahlia. You know, the um, yes. murder mystery. Yes, it's an old ladies. It's a not an old, an old not an old lady's name, but like it's an old name. <laughs> yeah, dahlia. that's right. Like a Enid or something. It's you know old school. So and it's an old school kind of theatre. So yeah. you don't meet many dahlias around anymore, but I imagine there would have been in the 20s a few yeah. dahlias. Yeah, it's actually quite um, strange when you actually realise that people who are called Edna would, would have been 20 once. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, good luck with uh, this uh, year. I'm sure it will be a fabulous and uh, exciting event. Thank you. Look forward to seeing you. You coming down? Yeah, yeah, I'll come down. I particularly want to see this feature. I think the feature sounds really good. Cool for you. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Anna. Bat Rock is on again this Saturday, the 4th of May, at Bombay Rock on Sydney Road in Brunswick. Bats are incredibly important to our ecosystem, and due to habitat loss and climate change, they're becoming endangered. Fly by Night is a licensed wildlife shelter and is run entirely by volunteers dedicated to the rescue and rehabilitation of the threatened grey-headed flying fox as well as other native bats and wildlife. All proceeds this Saturday will go to Fly by Night Bat Clinic. Bat-loving bands performing are Kegan, Monkey Butler, The Caddo Army, Commissioner Bourbon, Bronze, Nosferotica, 16 by 9 and 3CR Stinky Girl Kicks Things Off. Entry is free from 5.30 onwards at Bombay Rock on Sydney Road. To find out more about Fly-By-Night Bat Clinic, go to flybynight.org.au. Well, that's the end of uh, Showreel today. Uh, we just remind you that Setting Sun starts tonight, the opening night, 7pm at the Sun in Yarraville, goes to May the 6th. Uh, Coming up next is Published or Not. We'll go out with uh, Cindy Boyst, Never Look Back. Every time 
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.